from dead, literally dead, to healthy and how I'm still here talking to you today. Sharon Hornell's from here, but you can call me Pajama Grandma. In case you haven't met yet, go and put hashtag pajama in the comments below. So you know it's the first time you're being exposed to the Pajama Grandma. Today I want to just talk a little bit about how I did die. And I shared that a little bit a couple of days ago about what happened. I had a sudden cardiac arrest and I woke up in the hospital having no idea what had happened to me. Um, I was your typical overworked mom, businesswoman. I was married at the time. I'm divorced now, but I was married, but I was stressed out. My relationship was strained. My life was strained in every way, shape, and form imaginable. Um, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Not even kidding. I used to joke that my son never really, his heels never touched the ground. My family would joke that his heels never touched the ground because he was always running. He never really crawled. He just started running. And when he didn't walk, he just got up and ran and fell down, got up and ran and fell down. And I actually felt like my life was was following the same pattern. I would run from thing to thing and task to task and job to job. And I was just continually stressed out. I was not at all taking care of myself. I was last on my priority list. I wasn't eating right. I never exercised. I'd stopped exercising for the most part when I had my kids and my businesses and my corporate career. I just didn't make time to take care of myself. And so all of that and a lot of stress and situations that were going on in our businesses culminated in me having a sudden cardiac arrest and dying. Um, and after being in a coma and being frozen, they, they filter your blood through um, through coolers, really cold coolers, and <laughs> prevents organ and brain damage, apparently. Well, I just wanted to figure out what had happened to me. I just wanted to, to continue to be there for my kids and to be there for my life and to live my life. I wanted to figure out what I needed to do so that something like this, well, I wanted to understand why and how this had happened to me because I had no clue and I wanted to then understand and make sure that it wasn't going to happen to me again. I started to, um, I, but the problem was I didn't know what to do. I really had never experienced anything like this. I'd had health challenges in the past, but nothing like dropping dead. Um, and I don't think most people have had death experiences where they're prepared to deal with the ramifications of that after the fact. So I I knew that I had to figure it out. I had to do something. Nobody was going to do it for me. I mean, the doctors would tell you a couple things. My family had no clue and nobody around me had ever experienced anything like this. So I knew that I was going to have to be the one to figure it out. So I started searching and going online and reading and going to seminars and webinars and mostly webinars because I couldn't drive or leave the house. Um, but listening to a lot of things, that was back in the teleseminar days. Now things have changed and everything's a webinar, but back then it was telesummits or teleseminars or um, audio programs that people would share on the internet. Um, and I spent, I spent thousands of hours devouring everything that I could, finding books on topics of interest to me that I was attracted to that I thought would help me understand what was going on with me. And I decided that I was going to model successful people's behavior that were super duper healthy. So I, I decided I was going to exercise every day for a year, primarily because I hadn't done squat for the previous 20 years. I, and maybe not quite 20 because I ran in high school and I was really athletic in high school and college. And it wasn't until, you know, and I, I did a ton of stuff. I was really active. And it wasn't until I had my kids that I really, really slowed down and stopped doing things. I stopped golfing. And that was because I had some vision challenges. There were lots of excuses 
of why I've made different choices, but none of them were valid at this point. I needed to figure out what I was going to do to get healthy. And that meant putting myself first, actually spending time and energy taking care of myself, not only my physical well-being, but my mental well-being. And that involved exercise and getting out in nature and, and moving my body, eating right, making choices that were right for me, not just for everybody else, but for me as well. Because if I, I realized if I didn't take care of myself, I wasn't going to be here to take care of anybody else. So all the time and energy I'd spent taking care of other people would be wasted and worthless and just gone in an instant if I didn't change my behavior. And what happened really surprised me. I thought my family would be super supportive and be all, yeah, you can do this, go for it, gung-ho. And my dad was, because he's my no such thing as can't guy. But everybody else in my family was like, oh, you can't do that. You can't exercise every day for a year. That's impossible. You're going to fail. You're never going to be able to make that happen. And I was surprised by that because I thought they would support me and be like, okay, you can do it. We'll cheer you on. But only my dad, everybody else was like, oh, you're setting an unrealistic expectation and goal. Well, if you tell me I can't do something, boom, it's as good as done. So, of course, I set to work exercising every day for, for the next year. And some days, there were days I didn't want to exercise. There were nights, it was 11 p.m., and I'd go down and get on my exercise bike because I hadn't exercised yet. I had um, I got bit by a bug or something on a cruise and got a, an infection in my hip, and I could barely walk, but I still made sure I got on the treadmill every day or on the exercise bike. I did something every day for that entire year, mainly because I wanted to prove my family wrong. And <clears throat> in addition to that, I have since gone on to exercise every day for eight years now with the exception of last year where I had some um, arthritic flare and I actually couldn't get out of bed for for several weeks and I had a hard time even getting to the bathroom much less exercising every day but it taught me so much about myself and about other people's opinions of what we can and cannot do we are capable of whatever we set our minds to and whatever we want as long as we don't let naysayers and other people negatively influence us. So that is how I reclaimed my health. I started to eat right and take care of myself. I document to this day, I still document everything that I eat, all the supplements that I take and the exercise in these little notebooks. I learned that from my grandfather before he died. He had diabetes and he took such good care of himself and documented everything that he ate that he never had to take medication for his diabetes. And I learned that from him and I do this to this day. I'll probably do it till the day I die because it just keeps me conscious. Now, it doesn't mean I don't still eat caramels and what I want. It just means I be conscious of it and I write it down and I keep track of it. So that was my journey to health. I'm much healthier now than I was at 50. And I'm just delighted to be here sharing my stories with you. Have an awesome day. And of course, I'm going to share another story with you tomorrow about maybe wealth. Maybe wealth. I want to I want to do a story about health, wealth, and relationships. Health is my easiest one because it's the one I'm I'm most closely and physically attached to. But I will see you tomorrow. Bye.